Welcome to Mapping Healthy Minds, a podcast from Compass Counseling that asks the question, we all have mental health, how's yours? I'm Justin Lewis. Boundaries has become somewhat of a buzzword in a lot of ways, and I'm looking forward to talking with Katie Inglert, who is president and licensed professional counselor at Compass, about the actual meaning of boundaries and how specifically they can be created and enforced in life, whether that is in relationships, parenting, and especially for this series at the workplace. Welcome back to the show, Katie. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. Nobody asked me how I'm doing, so I appreciate that. It's my Southern heritage, I guess. That's right. That's right. Um, So we all experience natural boundaries in our life, and there there are some that are more evident than others. As a sports guy, I recognize that each playing field has out-of-bounds, and those lines are pretty clearly marked with either chalk or uh, paint or something like that. Then there are property boundaries, which are not always clearly as delineated. And uh, also, you've got boundaries such as how long you can keep a book or video checked out from the library without being penalized. So um, as far as the type of boundaries that we're going to discuss today, uh, the, mental pe- the mental health piece of that, how would you define those? So I define it very similarly to what you were talking about with sports or the library or things like that. Um, it's really defining what we're going to define is for relationships where you start and someone else starts. So it's setting really clear expectations for what's going to happen at work and who, um, and how to be responsible for yourself. Um, because when our boundaries are good, especially at work, it helps give us, um, a clear sense of ownership of our work, a stronger sense of responsibility and some freedom um, to do what you're there for. Okay. So let's unpack that phrase where you start and then the other person starts. Can you talk more about what that means? Yeah. So that's what boundaries are. So you, when you, you know, I, I think about states. So there's a clear line. Mm-hmm. It may not look like there's a line. You can be standing right. in Kentucky yeah. and one foot in Kentucky and one foot in Tennessee, pretty easy. Yeah. Or, you know, a lot of different places, but they're very different. So, um, and we know that the rules and the laws in Kentucky are different than the rules and the laws in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They have that right to have different rules. <laughs> yeah, um, true. And laws, and same, same for people. So our boundaries are our bodies. So, <laughs> and some people, you know, when you're a kid, you teach the hula hoop rule, you know, like personal space boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that is important for people to understand Um especially at work because you get involved in projects and things like that. Um, and it's easy to forget, okay, I'm a person. I get to decide how I think, feel, and react to what's happening. Okay. And so does the other people in my workplace. Mm-hmm. So they also get to decide how they think, feel, and are going to act about what's happening in the workplace. Okay. That, that think, act, and feel seems like more along the lines of where we go with this as mental health professionals. Right. So could you think about an example of how that might play out uh, between two people, whether that's personal relationship or professional relationship or anything like that, about being able to respect how someone else thinks, acts, and feels, but also having that same level of 
uh, value on your own thoughts, feelings. Yeah, I think it comes from the t- kind of tone that's set in your workplace. Mm-hmm. And some people have more power control over that depending on, you know, where you are in, in your role at work. Um, but even if your role at work isn't in a leadership position, even if you're going to work every day and you're having a hard time, um, I think working on that mindset part of how you think and see what's happening at work mm-hmm. um, is the first step to this and creating as positive of a thought process about your workplace as you can. Mm -hmm. And I talk to people about boundaries. I talk to people about how they relate with, with other individuals, whether that's family members or um, coworkers or friends or whatever. And I, I talk to them about three different ways uh, that they could interact. One is passive. One is aggressive and one is assertive. And the passive mentality is my thoughts, feelings, emotions are less important than yours the aggressive is my thoughts feelings emotions are more important than yours and then the assertive is both um, our thoughts feelings and uh, emotions are equally as important so i'd never really thought about that being as a a boundaries technique before but that kind of sounds like what you're talking about a little bit it's definitely a boundaries maybe a technique um I, i think being clear is, mentality would be a better way to say that than yeah. technique. Mentality, technique, I think it all counts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, being clear, and a lot of times if we're experiencing um, symptoms of poor boundaries at work, um, there's been a breakdown of clarity somewhere. Mm. That's not always the case, but it it typically is somebody's not clear on something, mm-hmm. and we need to have a plan on how we're going to correct that. And a good, high-functioning team at, at work and a good, solid workplace isn't going to avoid problems. They're not going to avoid um, issues with boundaries at times, but it's how you're going to move forward from that and recognizing, okay, we don't want this to be a pattern. We need a plan to get back on track and correct things. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and just being really clear about what that looks like. Okay. So how does uh, one create these boundaries? Uh, because they're invisible, right? And they're like with the sports, you can draw a line. You know, you can have the, the clear whether you're over the line or not. Um, and it's easy to draw it. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about people's thoughts, feelings, emotions, you know, those sort of things, they're a little bit more difficult and they're invisible. Even rules are invisible. So how do you um, go about setting those boundaries in place? Yeah, I think whenever you're working on being intentional about having better boundaries at work, um, our culture doesn't really support that 100% um, mm-hmm. because we have, you know, social media and all kinds of different varieties. And we're not typically as connected to our community anymore as we have been in the past. So there's just been some laxity, I guess, in mm-hmm teaching people how to set appropriate boundaries uh, for themselves. So I think taking a minute to see where you stand on things Mm -hmm. um, and some, you know, what your own personal values and, and, and thoughts about things are Mm -hmm. um, and identifying that first. Yeah. Okay. So seeing what's important to you, what you value and where you stand on the subject is important. Yes. And then being able to communicate that to someone else. I suppose is important as well, right? Yeah, I think that awareness piece is really going to help you understand where you're at first. 
because mm-hmm. if you don't know where you're at, then how can you set a boundary? Right, right. You have to know what's important to you and what's appropriate. Right, um, and, and we need to really think about that because if not, then we're gonna we might just be acting on feelings all the time, mm-hmm. and and that can get people into trouble really quick in yeah, the workplace. For sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of different personalities and ideas and thought processes and a lot of different value systems. So if we know where we're starting from, mm-hmm. then we can know. Okay, this is a this is a green light topic that I can handle at work or discuss at work. These are some yellow or red <laughs> red light things <laughs> that I, I might need to you know either caution, proceed with caution on those topics mm-hmm. or in those scenarios. And there, there there just might be some things that just are not appropriate to discuss at work for you. And all of those things are fine, and you get to decide that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially from a social aspect at work with, with our coworkers. Mm-hmm. So I think starting with that piece of what you're okay with sharing mm-hmm. is a good place to start. Creating boundaries is hard enough mm-hmm. for people and identifying how to do that. But then enforcing those boundaries really becomes the hard part when you're working with someone who's in your office and they're like, okay, I've got these, I've finally been able to draw these boundaries with this person in my life and then they're still doing the same thing over and over. <laughs> like, right. that's, that's the point that really gets hard, right? Usually I experience that with my client whenever they're coming in and they're having repeated patterns of, feel, of feeling certain ways that feel out of control. They feel powerless. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of identifying to them that they aren't powerless, mm-hmm. that you have power, some empowerment here, and you have um, some control here that you can set some boundaries for yourself. Right. Um, And that's where I feel like boundaries are really important because Mm -hmm. it kind of shifts that mindset from I'm a victim in my circumstance Mm -hmm. to some things are going on that I'm not okay with. Right. How, what control do I have in this situation? So setting the boundary and bringing that into their awareness and acceptance of that, is number one. And number two is, you know, working on training and shifting thought patterns and behavior patterns to, okay, I'm going to set these boundaries. So I'm going to have to interact with people in my life Mm -hmm. that is new and change is hard for people. And so if you're a mama and a wife or whatever your role is, you're going to have to set those boundaries with your children, with your spouse at work, and that starts to look different and people don't like it at first. Right. Um, so it may require, it may be an option for you to share with them, you know, I've been feeling a certain way and I'm working on creating really healthy boundaries mm-hmm. for myself. So just straight up telling people that is one yeah. way to do it. And I'm a very direct person. So yeah. that's being clear with people that that is an okay option. So it's like, look, I'm, I'm creating a boundary that I'm going to, abide by this whatever this xyz thing is and so if you try to cross this we're not going to be able to hang out anymore or something like that right or you know that's one way that you could say you could also say you know i'm setting a boundary here this is how this is how i'm going to be treated Mm -hmm. if we're going to work collaboratively together right um we don't, that doesn't have to be the case. I want that to be the case. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to be very clear and upfront and see what you think about this too. I don't think it, because you don't want to be aggressive, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You want to do that from a, 
this is what I need in yeah. this situation. What do you need in this situation to help us work towards our common goal if we're talking about work? Mm-hmm. So if I had somebody, you know, in my office for career and they were like, you know, I'm really struggling with this coworker and X, Y, and Z is happening, which is not uncommon. It happens all the time in really teaching people what to do next and how to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. And you can't control how someone else responds or acts. Um, that's up to them. And that's right. another boundary. They get to decide that. <laughs> and that's one of the most helpful parts of teaching boundaries to people. For me, um, not only does it empower, like you were talking, but it also takes this, gives them this peace of mind that they're not the ones making the choice to create this negative consequence. Like, if this person continues to act this way, then I have to do something sometimes drastic. And they, the, you know, the person in my office feels some sort of guilt or shame because I don't want to be the one to to take this action. And I say, well, if you create the boundary, if you explain what this reasonable boundary is, then the other person is making the choice. Right. And so that usually gives them some level of peace of mind that, okay, it's not me just unfairly creating these rules or being controlling. It's they're making this choice to, to create the consequence. Right. And you're, and you're educating them on the full spectrum of what the issue is, because sometimes people are, are unaware that they have poor boundaries Mm -hmm. or they are unaware that they are contributing in a specific way Mm -hmm. to an issue. And I always think it's best to bring that to light before you write off a relationship or say, I got to quit my job or, you know, those are all your choices also, but we're people. Mm -hmm. And so getting really clear and learning how to work through those things. It's like family and marriage and relationships. You know, when, when right. you figure out We all have to take plan, responsibility for our peace, for our side. Yeah. yeah, and when you figure out, oh, we can work through things. Mm-hmm. We don't have to just exit or leave. You know, it, it really creates, it can create a really strong sense of mutual respect mm-hmm. if there is you know, significant changes made in, in a culture or a problem. Sure. And it can really uh, create that uh, synergy on a team, especially high-functioning teams that are, you know, putting you, a lot out there. Right, yeah. Anytime you're able to overcome conflict with someone, you feel like you've accomplished something pretty great and you have a, a different level of respect for that individual. Exactly. So there are a lot of books out there there's a lot of material out there about boundaries and why do you think there is uh so much stuff out there why do you think that's such a marketable (laughs) topic i think it's marketable because it is interpersonal and we are relationship people we are my my opinion is we were created for relationships of all Mm -hmm. different types sure and so i really think people want to do better for the most part and we don't really teach all Mm -hmm. the nuances of relationships and and you know what we have control over and what we don't have control over um and i think specifically right now in our culture it's kind of like whatever anybody can do whatever they feel like doing Mm -hmm. and i feel like part of that is very dangerous Mm -hmm. and so if we're not teaching boundaries Right. then people feel like that they don't have any con- self-control or they don't have a say-so in what's going on 
in their own life. And they do. Yeah, it's not only boundaries on how someone else treats us, but boundaries about how we behave ourselves, right? Yes. Right. Someone comes in to your office and doesn't recognize that boundaries is an issue for themselves. How do you go about um, talking to them about that? So I'm kind of known for in our office as being probably the most direct therapist. Um, and that's probably why I, uh, and a teaching therapist. So I am pretty direct mm-hmm. and clear. Um, so how I would do that would, I would help them understand what they were telling me, what their pain points are. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's ongoing, if it's situational, or if it's more of a chronic thing, mm-hmm. um, because everybody's going to experience situational things from time to time. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, We're human beings. Yeah. We are people. And so if you think that you're not going to face situational things, that's a little bit of a separate issue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a boundary itself. Yeah. (laughs) And so we might go down a road of, you know, is that rational to think that you're never going to face adversity or you're never going to have a, p- a problem pop up in your yeah, life? It kind of goes back to the feeling versus thought yeah. idea that we were talking about there. Yeah. And realistic expectations of mm-hmm. of being in relationships, either at work or in your family or in friends, um, all of those things. Um, and then if it is more chronic or if there's a pattern there, I would point that out and see if they realize that it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Usually if people are coming to my office, yeah, a lot of times that's the case. Right. Um, and they want to fix it. They want to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would start with saying, you know, how, how do you react when these things happen? Because you don't have control over a lot of times what other people do. Right. Think. Yeah, for sure. And so how do you react? What are the feelings? Where are they coming from? Is it stemming from anything for you um, in your belief system about yourself Mm -hmm. and about your workplace or Mm -hmm. your home or wherever it happens to be? And and, and kind of take it from there. And then I talk about boundaries really quick. Usually um, I don't hold back on that at all because identifying the problems, not the tricky part. Mm-hmm. The tricky part is most people have been responding to things and have negative or self-defeating thought patterns mm-hmm. that they've had for a long time. Yeah. And the hard part is training yourself in your in your, in your thought patterns to be new. Mm-hmm. And um and having accountability and making those changes and having support for whenever you're making those uh, those changes and being assertive and setting boundaries because mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, sometimes coworkers don't understand and they might, people may think you're being mean. Mm-hmm. And so they may think you're being um, unfair if you're acting in a new way. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that being able to express yourself, Hey, you know, this is not mean. Mm-hmm. This is not disrespectful. This is me setting a boundary that I'm not okay with this. Yeah, right. And and, um, and I'm working on that. I haven't been excellent at that in the past. And I think it's okay to identify that and own that too. Right. Like, I haven't been great at setting boundaries. Yeah. I'm working on it. Sure. Yeah, we can all make improvements on. Without a doubt. Anything in our life. 
And so uh, one other way to, to say that, I think, is watch our behavior when our buttons are pushed. <laughs> right? For sure. <laughs> yeah, we're like going back to the reaction part yes. of that where um, something occurs and whatever our personal insecurities are, um, whenever those are threatened, we typically react in a way that's defending those. And so yeah. one way to pay attention to that is create some boundaries on how we're going to behave and pay attention to to how we can better respond to that instead of react to that. Right. And I think that goes back to knowing where you stand on things mm-hmm. and what those hot button issues are beforehand. Right. And then at work, having a plan. Mm-hmm. So um, whether you have a buddy at work that you have no boundary issues with or that you feel like you can be very honest and open about mm-hmm. all things, right. say, you know, maybe I need some accountability here on some things. Maybe, maybe it would be helpful for me if you could check in with me on X, Y, Z. Sure. I'm working on some things um, or an HR person or, you know, depending on the size of your company, that would make a big difference. <laughs> of but, course. Um, but setting up a plan like, okay, so whenever I feel like my boundaries are being challenged, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you need to get up and move and take a five to 10 minute break mm-hmm. and take some breaths. Yeah. And remind yourself, Hey, I'm having some feelings here. <laughs> My button has been pushed. <laughs> My button has been pushed. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then having some go-tos to kind of self-soothe is a therapy word that we use a lot. So to calm right. yourself down, um, in a healthy way, in right. a healthy way, yeah, it's self-soothing never helpful can also be bad, but to yes. tell people to calm down, not helpful. <laughs> True. But to learn, okay, so do you need to have some, like a file on your phone of things that are inspirational to you? Mm -hmm. Um, Or do you need to have a playlist on your phone? Or do you need to have, you know, I don't know, a cup of coffee or something to remind you about (laughs) how you, you. how you really want to be being aware of what you want your values to be and something to remind you Mm -hmm. of how to act into those values, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all good stuff. So I want to shift gears a little bit here. Um, you briefly mentioned being connected all the time. Uh, social media, cell phones, that kind of thing were always available. How do you see that as contributing to boundary issues? Yeah, I think that it definitely can contribute to lots of boundary issues. Um, I think it's helpful sometimes um, if you're working on a deadline or if you're working on something that is mutually agreed upon. Sure. It has value at times. Right. But I also think, you know, like I know I went to a retreat last year where I was totally disconnected for five days from my phone, my computer, (laughs) everything. I think I'd have withdrawals. It really challenged. I got to be self-aware here. (laughs) It really challenged my boundaries. (laughs) You're like, have this Cubs scored this inning? I got to know right now. <laughs> and the first day was hard, um, you know, pulling back from that. Uh, but I think, too, um, at work, you you have the right to also say, you know, this is after hours. If I'm not okay with it, I'm not going to respond. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. And if if leadership hasn't defined that for you as part of your actual job description, Mm -hmm. I think it's an important conversation to have, especially if it's, you know, 
a pattern. Mm-hmm. And I think if it's happening um, often and it's an expectation right. that is like one of those unspoken expectations, I just think if it's a problem, you need to be able to communicate that mm-hmm. to whoever your boss is. Yeah. So from the boss perspective, it's important to have those rules communicated. And from the employee's perspective, it's good to um, have an understanding of that. And if they don't have an understanding of what any boundary may be, it's good to just ask, right? That's what the suggestion you would give to people in the in yes. another workplace because, you know, our workplace, my workplace leader is perfect in all ways. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Right. So, no, it's, uh, you know, there's room for growth everywhere. But as far as outside um, people that may be listening to this, always just being clear and upfront and honest with what boundaries you want to approach. Right, because we're not wanting to overlook weaknesses or issues. We're wanting to address them Mm -hmm. um, in a healthy workplace. So if something comes up for anyone, whether it's, you know, the newest person on the team or the most senior person on the team, you, you want to have those conversations and you want to have an open communication time or, you know, that's why people have open door policies. Right. I don't know that people take advantage of those quite like would be best, but Mm -hmm. um, I think it is important because we need to address those things if we're going to be a high functioning team at work. And if you are in a workplace that, you know, is a toxic environment or where they're not addressing those things, you need to evaluate that for yourself. And that's mm-hmm. a, that's a call. Like if you feel, um, you get to choose where you work most of the time. So, you know, choosing, okay, if it's something you have to tolerate, how are you going to tolerate it? You can at least choose where you don't work. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) That is definitely true. So, I mean, I just think having open communication and having, um, being clear about things, um, and having a plan for problems is, is probably, um, the best way to start out in working and improving boundaries at work. Okay. All good stuff. What other um, things would you have to say about boundaries as a boundaries guru? Hmm. Anything else you'd like to add to this conversation? We've we've covered a lot. There may not be anything else that you have in mind today. I think think a lot of people want to work in places that are making a difference Mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways. And I think when you have a lot of people on fire, you need to plan for um, there to be a plan for being clear and having a space to work out differences mm-hmm. um, and not being afraid of that. You you know, you want to be able to walk through those times and not discourage the conversation because mm-hmm. um, I think people too often avoid things and then it just causes. Yeah you know, layers and layers of complication that make it really hard to back out of. Um, But I think if you bring issues clearly and respectfully to the table Mm -hmm. and come up with a plan on, okay, how can we make this work Mm -hmm. for everyone? um, I think that that is a great place to start. And I think a lot of times that culture um, takes time. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes 
um, people deciding to be a team player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. And I've brought up this with every person that's been on the show so far, and that is um, preventative work always helps versus trying to dig out of the hole, so to speak. And boundaries is no different than that, even more so. I mean, inherently, it's preventative work. So absolutely, being aware on the front end of how you want things, how things can be in a healthy way for you is um, vitally important. And also as therapists, we can help people on the workplace. We can help um, bosses with boundaries. We can help employees with boundaries. And um, so that's our little plug to not be afraid to use our resource if you are listening to this and you think, how in the world do I get my, my work culture in a place where I've got healthy boundaries in place? Well, we have some expertise in that and we can help with that. We sure do. All right. Well, thank you very much, Katie, for joining me on the show today and talking about boundaries. Thank you, Justin. Just a reminder, this podcast is not meant to be a substitute for professional counseling for personalized therapy. You can contact us through our website. We offer both face-to-face and telehealth. All that information is on compasspaducah.com. And this is a part of our series discussing workplace wellness. Mapping Healthy Minds is recorded in the Compass Building on 2204 Kentucky Avenue, hosted and produced by me, Justin Lewis, and made possible by Compass Counseling. Theme music is by Daniel Niehoff. We all have mental health. How's yours?